Uh, hey, Joel here. It's Dining Around. And if you followed me, well, I hope you followed me on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, online as well. You've heard me talk about Michael Mina, the group of restaurants, uh, Mina restaurants, and certainly about the Mina Test Kitchen. We've had a couple of really amazing meals here. And I'm actually in the restaurant itself with their executive chef. His name is Adam Sobel. And uh, well, listen, Adam, thank you for having me in the restaurant. Oh, it's our pleasure. It's First great to see you. It's always thank nice you. having you here. Listen, you've done uh, the latest concept now. What are you working on? Uh, this is called Postcards from La Costiera, and it's about um, everything revolves around this trip that we just recently took to Italy, and it's uh, Italian coastal uh, lifestyles and cuisine mm-hmm. and um, and the spirit of coastal living in Italy. That's kind of what we wanted to bring to th- San Francisco. So it's not one specific destination, like a Terramina or some place, I don't know, now I've list, lost the list of names of Italian cities, so I can't impress anybody, but it's not like one specific region because Italian cuisine is so regional. So hyper-regional, but we hit 23 cities in 11 days. Wow. It was really intense, and um, every single day felt like a week. It was incredible. The people we got to meet, the um, the food we tasted, the wines we drank, the spirits, mm-hmm. um, the generosity, the hospitality, it was a much-needed kind of refresher for for Patrick Michael and I mm-hmm. and um, it it reminded us of uh, why we do what we do a and that's really culinary this, destination yeah and that's really what this is um, this pop-up is is all about that so mm-hmm. what um, specific cities did you did you have a couple that were favorites or did you have a couple of regions you said this I absolutely have to bring back to San Francisco Sicily you know this was my first trip to Italy actually so you know, this is my favorite food to eat. It's my favorite food to cook, but I've never experienced it in Italy. You know, my my uh, ancestors are Italian. I mm-hmm. you know, I grew up cooking and eating this way, um, but Sicily was the most impactful. Uh, we've we met a couple of really incredible chefs that that are doing amazing uh, forward thinking kind of cooking, but mm-hmm. but not letting go of the past, staying true to tradition, but really moving things forward um, uh, with Italian cuisine. That was in Licata on mm-hmm. the southern side of Sicily. And isn't it interesting because Sicily is one of those places that people use what's in the land or on the land. They use everything that they have on the farm and they use their local markets and produce and, and in an elevated fashion. So to bring those concepts and those flavors here is, uh, is very lucky for us. Absolutely. So there's a lot of things that we do in San Francisco and, and chefs nowadays anyway, like if you're not cooking seasonally and using the market, you're kind of, mm. you know, you're left in the dust. It's kind of like, <laughs> it's it goes why are you saying. here? <laughs> but what happens in Italy, which was very uh, eye opening to me, it's hyper, um, hyper local cooking. So okay. meaning if you're 30 minutes from the coast, you're not going to see um, fish on someone's menu. You might mm. see bacala or, or anchovies or things that are cured, but seeing fresh fish on a menu that's off up on a hillside is very rare. Right. Whereas in the, in here, you know, in the United States, if you're 30 minutes from the coast, you consider yourself a coastal city. Right. Everything in Italy is hyper, hyper local, and it's all about what's at your fingertips and why would you go use something from, you know, 10 miles away when you have something special at your you know right in front of you and that and that argument i mean do they have the argument with each other or does it is it just that's the way it happens there so get over it and do it especially in sicily you know um 
you know, the foothills of Mount Etna, a city called Lingualosa. They're known for their butcher shops and their salumiaries. Um, and it, it's where it was a realization to me, these butcher shops are the original pork stores. Like I grew up on the East Coast, mm. and there's a pork store every, you know, New Jersey and New York. <laughs> I didn't realize and, that. <laughs> you know, these are, the re- these are the original pork stores where it's everything revolves around the pig and everything is utilized. And when you... Um, and they do all their curing in-house and all the handmade sausages mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And, and I'm like, wow, I've always had the watered-down version. <laughs> but in Linguilosa, that was, mm-hmm. you know, that's what it was all about. You don't see fish mm-hmm. in Linguilosa or in Mount Edna. It's all and about... And they've been doing that all along. I mean, we, of course, here in the U.S., we've had a couple of moments of moving away. Well, big moments of moving away from that. But mm-hmm. now with the Koshan movement and people really paying attention to what's going on with their farmers, we had that a little bit more. But that's fascinating. Yeah, so we're, we're st- we still have a long way to go. Uh, as You know, the American mentality of, of sourcing product and, mm-hmm. and how we, uh, you know, our agriculture. And we've got lots of issues, but we're definitely... It all starts with education. Right. The more people know, the more that they care, the more their voices can be heard, and they'll be, they can be a difference. But we're we're still we're a thousand years behind. So that is the so that's on the menu though here at the restaurants. I mean that's yeah. something that you you bring it back. I mean you've brought these experiences back, these postcards mm-hmm. back to San Francisco, and then you're recreating these dishes or interpreting them. Well, the first menu was written before we actually took the trip. So okay. while I was there. Every night I'd have an idea of something like, oh, my God, I got to call the guys. So, you know, the team here, my incredible chef team, um, I'd call Alex and I'd be like, look, we're going to tweak this or we're going to use this. We're going to source a product from here or there, you know, Ligurian olive oil, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So we're constantly tweaking the menu. When we got back, we were able to run through everything and it was a great representation of of the trip. Now, version 2.0 of the menu is direct... um, directly influenced by people that we met specific cities Mm -hmm. very um ingredient um driven like you know there can be a dish that just revolves around anchovy from a specific place Mm -hmm. with a perfect schmear of of like the best tomato paste you've ever tasted in your life right so that's version 2.0 which we're going to launch next week and the menu is going to change pretty aggressively because there's so many things we want to work through. Okay. Yeah. How many menu changes are you going to have with this pop-up? Is it the two? Uh, I think we're going to have, well, we want to work through about 50 dishes. Okay. So uh, that's probably th- four menu changes, okay. five menu changes. And isn't it interesting because people enjoy coming back to your restaurant. So people who are in the neighborhood or just outside or visiting, I mean, you can come back several times and have different dishes along the way. You've done that with a few of the other concepts over the last few months. You had uh, a barbecue for a while. You had Indian-inspired dishes for a period of time as well. Mm -hmm. So these changes really keep the restaurant fresh. For sure. So, you know, every four to about four months, we change the concept completely. Mm -hmm. But in that time, we really try to work through as many dishes as possible to resemble what a full menu would look like to where one day when we... When we go to open this in a brick and mortar, mm-hmm. it's it's in a perfect package with a bow tie, right. with a tie, a bow tied on it, and and ready to go. Um, that's the objective. It's more about. Have, have you decided where, or are you are you absolutely going to do that? We, we're uh, we're working on that. Okay, <laughs> I'm not yet allowed to discuss there. that. <laughs> 
but the but the the concept, the intention is to work this out these things. A hundred percent. So everything we do here, it's with the intention of going brick and mortar and to do it, um, mm -hmm. do it in a freestanding space. And you've worked with other chefs, uh, international and local as well. You had Aisha Curry uh, as an inspirational chef here a few months back, and it was wildly successful. Yeah, absolutely wildly successful. So how do people find themselves a seat at the bar or a table in the restaurant? Um, we use Resi, okay. so uh, you go on, you know, um, Resi is a really cool system for, um, you know, blocking in all your dining <laughs> options, Okay. and uh, we sell tickets for this, so it's kind of a prepaid thing, um, and honestly, I think it's, the, I mean, I'm not saying this because it's my restaurant, but it's the best deal in San Francisco, I mean, mm. and, you know, through the six concepts we've done, um, the menu has never exceeded $60, and you're getting five, six, seven, eight courses mm -hmm. of ingredients that you'll find in all the best restaurants in San Francisco. And here it's, you know, it's kind of a, well, I, I like, a deal. I, mean, I like incredible. the idea of being able to come in and you sit down and you, you enjoy what's on the chef's menu. And it's not a... 15 hour 75 course tasting menu uh -huh. it's a menu that comes out as you would in an italian restaurant in italy it's it's sort of this is the plat du jour well that would be french but this is what you're getting today so enjoy it along the way i mean you will but there aren't a lot of decisions that have to be made along the way too no they're, they're it's very simple you know we have antipasti and crudo so you pick you know either a crudo or an antipasti or you, if you want to add a dish that's a supplemental mm -hmm. i mean if you want to taste we have 12 total dishes that you can enjoy. If you'd like that, no Go problem. Right. Okay. And there's supplements and things like that. If you want a more luxurious experience, you can do, you know, the roasted lobster and scampi butter, or you can get a, we've got a 35-day dry-age bone in New York called Bisteca Siciliana <laughs> with, you know, lardo and pancetta-wrapped scallions. Oh, my God. I mean, the sky's the limit. We've got white truffles in-house all the time, so... It sounds like a pretty awesome menu. So if you want to go, you know, take it easy and and um, and save some money for for Christmas gifts, you can do that. If you want to go, no, luxury, no, 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 we'll go luxury and we'll just we'll give it yeah. as a Christmas yeah. gift. You know, a nice great big bow with a this card. This is actually says, a great. Hey, that's a great gift for thank a you. Christmas. Um, I like the gift book, of eating. Book dinner for someone through Resi at right. Test Kitchen. That's and an awesome Christmas gift. Print it off or and make up an, a, a nice little what have you. Uh, before I lose you, did you come back with wine suggestions as well while oh, we're absolutely. enjoying? Is there Sicilian oh and, and uh, Southern Italian? So, you know, I've never been a big fan of Prosecco. I've always found it to be astringent or just I, the finish was never really uh, my cup of tea, uh -huh. but we were able to find these small producers of Prosecco and these and rosés and the stuff that we drank in Mount Etna. It blew our minds. Mm -hmm. So that's something that you'll see also on the next version of the menu. These okay. small producers and really special wine wines that we helped um, secure while we were there. Well, and in southern Italy, there are so many varietals that we may not recognize here because we haven't seen them. And they haven't been exported as well. Right. So the wines of Sicily and the wines from the different regions of southern Italy, they're no, they really they're are no dummies. They hold, on to, <laughs> they hold on to their good stuff. They don't, they're not, right. you got to really like, twist, you got to twist on. an arm they're to like, get the good no, stuff. I don't think so. <laughs> come on. I don't think exactly. so. Adam, thanks so much My for pleasure. having me at the restaurant today. Uh, and I, I don't want to screw up the name uh, La Costeria. 
Postcards nope. from La Costiera. Cro- La Costiera. Well, there you go. I have screwed it up. Postcards from La Costiera. I've been practicing that a lot. Thank <laughs> you. I didn't practice yeah. it enough. I'll pop up a link on the Dining Ground website. Um, you can find out more at minataskitchen.com, which is probably easier for me to say out loud. But minataskitchen.com, you can find out, you can get through to Resi and all of that. You can find out more about Chef Adam Sobel and all of the other restaurants of the group. But certainly, this restaurant's located at 2120 Greenwich Street in San Francisco. 94123 but check out minataskitchen.com first because um, well because they're really 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 busy and you want to make sure you have a ticket before you show up and then you have a sad face follow me on Twitter and Instagram Joel Riddell and dining around Adam thanks again my pleasure thanks, we'll see Joel. you soon Cheers. and come in and grab one of these seats for yeah, dinner ask for Dino when you uh, when ask you for Dino yeah, ask for Dino yeah. <laughs> okay is Dino be like no don't no, ask no. for Dino Dino's the man he's okay, the maestro good yeah. ask for maestro Dino thanks so much more food wine and travel next time on dining around around.